no clue if this is gonna work. I think it is because I am live. So I'm sitting here thinking about my journey for the past three months. After I left my 10-year relationship, a lot of the things... If you just joined, by the way, let me know if you can hear me because I am in the city and there is some background music, um, but I don't care. I love connecting when I feel inspired. I don't let any blockages show up for me. So here I am um, you know, in the city center, um, enjoying the sun and thinking and reminiscing about my journey for the past three years, uh, three months. After I left my 10-year relationship, it's all about relearning the patterns. When, thank you so much for saying that you can hear me. When we leave a relationship, which potentially is an enmeshed relationship where both of you become one, you tend to take into account what the other person wants. You take into account what their needs are, what, what they are want to do in life, how they want to wake up, when they want to wake up, what they want to eat, uh, where they want to travel. And all of these things kind of dilute you as a person if you are not strong enough to stay within who you are. I remember I started with my ex-partner when I was 22. So that means that for a decade of my life and for a very crucial timing in my life, I was, hello from Arizona, yes, hello. Um, for that crucial time in my life, which were a lot of my forming, my formative years, you know, we have our teenage years where we form our character. But when we are in that young adulthood, you also have formative years. So a lot of patterns that showed up in those formative years were kind of enmeshed and controlled in an unconscious way by that relationship. And it wasn't something that happened from one day to the other. It's something that happens gradually. Hello from the UK, I love it. Um, so when you have unconscious patterns that are showing up in a relationship, you can only heal them until a certain extent. Because when you are growing, when you are healing, you need to have that feedback, right? I always say, let's say I put you <laughs> in, an, uh, in an island somewhere where there is nobody around and you have this wound on your arm and there is nobody around to see that wound on your arm. Imagine you're gonna walk around this island thinking <laughs> that you're healed, but you're not healed that wound is still there. You're just not having people around you to touch upon that wound. And this is exactly what happens with unconscious patterns and trauma and how they are related. The wound would be the trauma, the unconscious trauma, and the pattern would be how it, in, how it shows up in your daily life. How that pattern, on how you, uh, how you go about life, how you show up in life. Uh, your boundaries, your needs. And it's so funny that now that I am entering this solo era, I am finding so many patterns that did not get space to be healed, to be touched upon, to be looked at uh, in my previous relationship. And every relationship will test you. 
And a lot of people now that you know, I was married, a lot of people now ask me, Danny, would you get married again? Honestly, I would love to believe in it. I would love to believe that there is someone out there that is willing to put in the work that is necessary um, for us to evolutionize together. Because I think that a relationship could be very beautiful, very fruitful for the rest of your life. But if you're like me, <laughs> that you know what you want and you know how happy you can be, you're not going to settle for less. So I am in that stage of my life. I mean, obviously I'm single, so there is a lot of attention from people around me. But I'm noticing that I am not, <laughs> I became way pickier in terms of who I would date on a serious basis. Yes, go out to dinner, yes, have fun, but on a serious note, I think it would be very difficult uh, to find that person. I'm not saying it would be um, impossible, but I am more honest with myself that everybody has unconscious patterns, everybody has unconscious trauma. So I'm not looking for a perfect partner. In my case, I am looking for someone that is willing to put in the work with me, that will not shy away, that will not stay silent, that will go into the depths of, of their own. Oh, hello! <laughs> I see a lot of people. <laughs> so I haven't been online, I think, for about a month, maybe a month and a half. <laughs> um, and I just feel resurrected. Honestly, I slept for like 20 hours this weekend. It's not even a joke. Um, a day, by the way. Like, I woke up at 3 <laughs> and then went back very soon. So, I feel like I, my body really needed this rest. Um, so, what I want to say is that your, your needs are here to be met. Firstly, by you. Not by anybody else, because I honestly believe that until we are conscious, we are only looking for those people to give us what we wanted from our parents. That's why when you have an anxious attachment style or a disorganized attachment style, you will attract avoided types, because you hope that now that you are bigger, that you are an adult, you finally get the attention that you wanted as a child. And it's so, it's so sneaky how all of this happens. Or when you are an anxious avoidant, it will, your nervous system will feel so unsafe receiving, receiving love and you know partaking in that give and take that is needed for uh, for a healthy relationship. That you will just freeze and not not give yourself. The, the benefits to actually break a certain pattern. So when you're talking about patterns and trauma, patterns is the way that it manifests in your daily life. And trauma is what is underneath the pattern. What was, what happened to you when you were growing up? What happened to you in terms of attention? How did your caretaker show you love? How did you feel safe or not in a certain environment? To, to be vulnerable, if you even know what vulnerability is, if you even know, a lot of my clients, they don't even know how many emotions there, there are and how these emotions feel in their body. And if you have been following me for some time, you know that I'm all about the body, right? Because I don't believe that meditation is just a mindset process. That would be very, uh, that's literally just 20% of it all. 
the manifestation process is a lot in your body as well. So knowing how the emotions are in your body is so important, which is exactly what I teach in my quote manifestation program. Because a lot of times when you are in the manifestation world, you say, follow your emotions, follow your emotions, but your emotions are a really bad compass. <laughs> because when you look at the patterns that are on top of those manifestations, on top of that uh, trauma, that's where you're going to be attracted. You're just going to be attracting the same pattern over and over again until you the trauma that is underneath it. So it is really important for you to know what is my intuition? What is my trauma? Am I healed from this? And what are the things that will show me physically that I am healed from this? I've been working through a pattern that I find really uh, funny uh, for the past three months. Obviously, I'm a single woman now after 10 years of not being single. So I'm having a lot of fun uncovering those wounds that just did not show up in my relationship. And it's so funny how now that I am aware and conscious, quote unquote, it doesn't mean that I'm perfect, it doesn't mean that I don't have patterns to still delve upon. But I do notice one thing, which is that I see the patterns faster as they come up. I no longer stay in a certain pattern for a long period of time. I can see it, I can act upon it, I can change the course, I can uh, potentially heal it. Obviously, I too need my coaches, my healers, um, the ways that that I go about my own healing journey. Which with me, honestly, it starts with a lot of meditation, a lot of body work, a lot of journaling, which is exactly what I teach in the Quantum Meditation program. Uh, which, by the way, you can already enroll. Uh, that is the program where I teach you how I have completely changed my life, uh, had a complete turnaround of my life in the past two years. And I comprised all of this in my Quantum Meditation program, a trauma-informed manifestation program. Because I believe that trauma is a word that has been stigmatized wrongly. Because um, a lot of people think that trauma is that people don't have trauma, but they, what they don't realize is that it's not about the car crash, it's not about the sexual abuse, it's not only about that. Trauma is also you not being seen, heard, validated by your parents. And that creates a physical sensation in your body that you then hold for a long, 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 long time. Uh, before you're ready to release it uh, later on in your life when you're more conscious about what the hell are you doing with your life, right? There are a lot of types of people, unfortunately. Not everybody is ready for this work uh, painfully enough. In my life, I had you know, my ex-husband that unfortunately wasn't ready and didn't even want to. Um, I remember this really tough conversation that we had about the onions, right? Uh, we all say that when we are in this development world that we are like onions, that we can feel layers and feel And I remember him telling me, yes, but Danny, what if I just want to stay an onion? What if I don't want to feel no more fucking layers? And he was so right. A lot of people don't want this for whatever reason. Uh, I don't want to label it, I don't want to judge it because I believe that everybody, everybody's soul has a purpose and, um, it's not about condemning judging 
other other people's path even though our ego wants to do that oh yeah that person is fearful or that person doesn't want to grow or that person wants to stay stuck even if it is that way i believe that i don't believe in judgment and this is also something i've been working through for ever since my husband i mean i love him so much ex-husband i love him so much and i probably always will but from that love i have to accept i have to just see his see the god in him see the intuition that is speaking to him and just accept that it might not be the same one that speaks to me the same one that says oh that you should do more layers his intuition or whatever his his world is just you know living in a different plane and we all have this and whatever it is that you choose understand that it is okay for other people not to choose the same path as you are it is your responsibility to stay on your lane it is your responsibility to ask for what you want and not not settle for something else I love that perspective oh I love that you love it <laughs> um, it comes with a lot of love obviously my ego does not agree with this perspective <laughs> um, but the light being inside of me does because it is a person that uh, that meant a lot for me in my life and I don't want to judge I don't want to um, to look down upon because i think a lot of spiritual people do this i consider myself spiritual but i'm talking about the spiritual egos out there that we tend to look down on other people no everybody is god everybody has that um, that voice within and it's it's their own journey you know how it feels to me now i'm getting like a like a vision it feels to me as if you are at a boxing match and you just had your craziest boxing match and you and your and your and your opponent you're going at it and you're fighting and you win right because you were strong enough because you trained enough because you had grit because you were lucky it doesn't matter why you won but obviously in a boxing match you might have more people that are boxing at the same time and then you go to your neighbor that is also boxing and you feel better than those two people that are in the boxing range because you won. No, it's about them boxing. Be like, oh, okay, come, come, hit it. Okay, I see, I see what you're doing. I see, I see your path. I see that you're trying. I see all of this. So, I believe that that's what we're all doing. We all have our own boxing match going on. And the the more humble you stay, the better it is. And the more loving you can be to everybody around you because we all have toxic patterns we all have traumas at the bottom of everything so for me that is one of the biggest lessons that i have learned in the past let's say five months that i can look at someone see the potential see that they have the potential to win a boxing match and still not still not want to help this person because I know that the moment I step into the ring it's not them fighting it's me so 
so I can stay on the sides of the ring and be like, okay, am I gonna support you while you're doing this boxing match for as long as it takes? And what does that mean for me? Do I have enough water? Do I have enough food for me to stay sitting down here watching you target your opponent? Or since I already won my match, <laughs> am I going to step outside? of this boxing ring and see the sun and sit in the grass because I already succeeded this part of my boxing match and maybe find someone that also already won. So I think this is a very weird description of how I see patterns, how I see allowing others to not grow with you. I know in my journey uh, not a lot of people understand me and I'm okay with it because I'm not here for other people to understand me. I am here living my most unconventional, most authentic life and just inspiring everybody that sees and witnesses my journey to also live an authentic life for them, whatever that means. And yes, I've, I've done some, some scary things in the past six months not stepping in the ring is still a lesson yes I know I know I know I know for sure and it's also our ego right our ego that is afraid of losing the person if we don't step into the ring uh, yet while we're chasing the person that is wrong for us by stepping into the ring we are not allowing what is right for us to find us so it's it's so so paradoxical and uh, growing it goes with ups and downs. It's not always a walk in the park. Honestly, it's not always a walk in the park. I have cried so much for the past six months and I have cried less than last year when I was still in the relationship. Um, so that for me is already is already win. And now I'm just in the phase that I am willing to see the patterns that are showing up in life and Tracing it back to, to my trauma. Where is it coming from? And I know that a lot of you, especially if you follow me, um, you're such a rebel. You're so such a kind-hearted, big-hearted, uh, and also a boxer. Like, you don't, you don't just give up. We don't just give up. We continue, we continue that fight. And I think that my message for today is continue your fight and respect other people's fights. Have the respect and the love for other people to respect their fight. To not feel good or better than them because you're not. I'm not better than you, you're not better than them. We're all just here fighting our own little fight and respect and love each other enough to Yes, inspire each other, and yes, obviously help each other when it's needed. But nobody's better than anybody. Like it's for me. Like when I see people drinking, I don't see like oh, I mean my ego does, but not me, me, all of me. I don't see like oh, they're drinking, they're keeping themselves in low energy, blah blah. blah. That's so judgmental. Who the fuck am I? Who the fuck am I to say that about other people and how they choose to live their life? The same way that I don't want other people to do that with me. And I think that we become so uh, so condescending, so judgmental about each other. And how can we look uh, from a kind heart, 
uh, to other people. Uh, so that's really important. Oh wow, I did not even know that I could do questions on this thing. I love this. Okay, if you have questions, feel free to drop them in. I freaking love this. Do you think that friendships are even more important than relationships? Wow, I love this question because I think that all relationships are important. I think that friendships and romantic relationships have a different, it's like a different vibration. Honestly, if I did not have the friendships that I had for the past three months, I wouldn't have survived uh, with so much laughter as I, as I did. I'm so grateful for my friends that were there for me. Um, and also for the friends that taught me lessons because I also had uh, ex-friends that stepped out of my life uh, re-teaching me about these patterns. So I don't believe that either or is more important. I believe that they both have and need a place in your life. You need friendships. For me, friendships is more like community. You need community. For me, friendships and community is... is, is if you would ask me what's more important, friendships or community, I would definitely say community. Because I have a lot of friends that I don't speak to for a long, long time, and I consider them friends. But my community is those people that are on my back and call, and I can call any day, and I know that they're going through the same thing that I'm going through. Uh, this is why the Kura community is so important for a lot of the queens that enter my that enter my program, because a lot of the things that I that I encounter, I don't talk to with my friends, but I do talk with it to my community because we are we are on the same wavelength. And friendships can come from, you know, way past in the day, right? We can have friendships from when we're six, seven, eight, nine years old, uh, but we have that in common, that history in common. But community, on the other hand, that is so important because you're literally vibrating in the same Thing, so you're also going through similar things in life. It's just the way it, it works. And romantic relationships, I think, are next to building a business. <laughs> romantic relationships is the hardest school of life ever. Because you can say that you are healed. You can say that you are happy alone. But if you don't, allow yourself to welcome love and to explore that part of life then it's not gonna work it's not going to work for your own souls how do you call this up level because imagine that is in those relationships that you have with someone else that's going to give you the feedback because you care enough. Romantic relationships triggers the shit out of everyone. It triggers your childhood wounds, your attachment wounds, your abandonment wounds, <laughs> your self-love, your self-abandonment. Relationships trigger so much, whereas friendships don't. Sometimes they do, but not all the times. So I believe that it's like a level up. If you truly want to know if you are healed or not, Put yourself into a relationship and you will see all of the patterns that are still not healed <laughs> or even in the dating scene um, 
That is so, so different. Tips for anyone in a marriage uns unsure whether to stay or to go. Well, gorgeous soul, I suggest for you to do my lovingly let go masterclass. I literally have a whole masterclass on this topic. You are beautiful. Thank you so much. Uh, the sun is out and I'm wearing my favorite color, red lipstick. Um, uh, so if you are doubting whether or not you should stay in a relationship, first, I would ask, is this person that you're considering staying with, is this person willing to put in the work? If this person is not willing to put in the work, then I'm sorry, it might not work. Because it's, it's gonna be a school. Maybe right now you choose to stay together and then in two years, shit comes up again because shit always comes up and you don't have the ability to discuss it, to dig deeper into it, to grow from it, to talk about it. So it's just not gonna work. That would be my honest to God opinion. But if you want more and more tips, I would suggest for you to do my Lovingly Let Go Masterclass. It's a free masterclass in the link in my bio. It has 13 steps of how to lovingly let go. And it's not easy. I know it is not easy at all to let go of someone that you honestly, truly love. I did it. I just left my husband and um, I love him, but I know I cannot be with him. So yeah, you're very welcome. I, I don't know how long I've been talking now, uh, but I'm going to go. I think I broke the ice enough. I felt inspired to come live by this beautiful sun here in Montreal. I'm going to be traveling now to Vancouver Island, to Vancouver, then to Vancouver Island, and then road tripping from Vancouver Island to Banff, which is all nature, the lakes, all of those pittoresque. Um, Canada pictures that you see. I'm so excited, um, but also a little bit scared because it's bear season and it's just me and another friend of mine. She's also a woman, so <laughs> it's gonna be very exciting. Uh, feel free to follow me for that adventure and I wish you an amazing night, day, wherever you are in the whole white world. Remember that you are not broken, you are whole, and this whole life journey is just about getting to know yourself a little bit better. Catch you up. Bye-bye.